Petersfield's Shine Radio. Hello, I'm Joff Lacey. And I'm Noni Needs. We're in the heart of a village. And immersing in community in this week's Peapod. Peapod. If you love Petersfield, I love the square, the hangers, the open air swimming pool, lots of fun shops, then the Peapod loves you. It's just a nice town. Everything Petersfield is in the Peapod with Claire Dennis and Joff Lacey. Thank you for joining us. We're in list for this week's Peapod at the Triangle Centre. This former village school, built in 1872, was refurbished and reopened in 1997 as a community centre. We'll find out more about what goes on at the centre and learn what plans are also afoot for a special celebration here. We'll also bring you a wild walk from Susie in Bluebells. And we end this week's Peapod with a song called Out of It from Fratton-based Jordan Mills. The P stands for Petersfield. Petersfield is special to me. The Peapod. Now, all changed this week? What's happened? We have a guest presenter. Oh, it's me. Hello, Noni. How are you? (laughs) Hello, Joff. (laughs) Well, it's lovely to be working with you. Claire's not very well. She's not very well. Not very, this is so we've done about 123 24 peapods and this is only the second one she's missed. <gasps> she she but she has written the script. She has written the script. So yes. with a fuzzy head she's written the script. She she's has. a trooper, a true trooper <laughs> and I'm just standing in saying words and hopefully I won't fail you all dear Petersfield Shine Radio listeners. You won't Noni. So Noni, what do you normally do on Shine Radio? On Shine Radio, I do this week's Shine Radio recipe. So I get recipes from the people in the Petersphere. Yep. I do a Rise and Shine programme on a Friday morning, 6 till 10, where I interview lots of people in the Petersphere and put them on the radio. And I read the news on a Thursday. Do you? Yeah. Well done. Well done. What do you do, Joff, on... Uh you just do this, I don't you? I just do the people. Yes, I'm a busy guy, you know. Yeah, closing banks closing all over the banks, country. Closing banks, you know, acting. Oh, yes. Playing the fool. I just haven't got time to do anything else, What, really. what acting are you doing recently? Uh, we just had auditions for the Winton Players' next production in October. And what, have you got a part? Uh, or don't I you know? I, no, I auditioned, we're doing Oliver Twist, because oh. it's, a, it's a big... You're going for big, Oliver, right? <laughs> Fagin. Fake, no, it's a big script, lots of little parts. I was told I was too old for... Fagin? No. Sykes. Really? Too old? Yes. Oh. Yeah, a wig would sort you out, though. No, I'm All a little... All that weight a, you've lost because <laughs> of that walk I'm you I'm a little in. too large for Fagin. Oh. Yeah, he's so, got to be a skinny bloke. So, the one part I did go for, have a guess. It's oh. clues in the name. I wonder. I wonder. Is it that chap that... Runs the orphanage. <laughs> yes, made famous by Harry Seacombe in the film, in, oh, the, in the musical. Yes. yes. Mr. Bumble. Mr. Bumble. Because I was told that was more of a portly. I, you know what? You know? I can see the casting director had it right. <laughs> they absolutely had a Yeah, good job, good yeah. job. So we don't know. There's auditions still going on, so who knows? Oh, okay. And uh, so not only do we not have Claire this week... Right. But we had no John Walker. Oh. I wasn't able to catch up with him. What, what's happened? It, it, there is so much going on. In for the everybody. Pe- for everyone in the Petersville. And John's noses to the grindstone trying to get many, many stories for the Petersville Post. So he's unable, he was unable to catch up he's with him. He's doing a proper job. He's doing a proper job. Yeah. So, um, so yes. So how's your week been, Noni? What have well, you been up to? Well, it's been very interesting. 
I started a new job. And so oh. I was doing, I work in a gallery on a Saturday. So we had an opening. That was good. And then on Sunday, there's mm. beekeeping training, but I didn't go because it was raining. You can't open the hives on a Sunday when it's raining. So, and today I did some interviews. So I went to the Petersfield Museum and interviewed Sophie Yannick, Yannick who you've interviewed. Yes. And she has curated the Port Paula Rago um, exhibition. Right. It's called Literary Inspirations, and it's prints in the Flora Tort Gallery. Right. It's amazing. I'm a big Paul Arego fan, as you know, I'm an artist. Yes. So I love Paul Arego. Not necessarily for everybody. Uh, it's very, it's just a very interesting exhibition, and it's a, it's on loan from a, col a collector, so it's you won't be able to see this this stuff anywhere else. So you need to get along to it, really, Joffy. Well, as I say. I'm not really much of an artist, so don't I don't even know, I don't even know who she is. So <gasps> I'm showing my ignorance now. Oh my goodness, she's a so seminal, figurative female mm. pa painter, well, artist of our century. Um, I mean, she's not just describe describe her style. She's got many different styles. Oh, that doesn't help, does she it? was born in the 1930s, and right. and she is um, she's port she's Portuguese in Lisbon. She's dame. Um, her style of painting is figurative. Very, it's very, ooh, it's very, some of it's really grim. The, the, her topics are really grim. They're, they're, she uses puppets and models to draw scenes and illustrate themes of, that are very, very tricky to talk about. Right, um, so. Relationships, abuse, um, uh, abortion. She campaigned for a, the abortion in the Portuguese when they were um, just... Well, pro-abortion rights in Portugal. She's very much a, a feminist, but her drawing isn't right. In its in a feministic form, it's very okay. Perhaps I may need to never wander along. I think you do okay, need then. to. And she does a lot of so. There's Jane Eyre. She accesses her work through stories. So she illustrates stories and nursery rhymes and that kind of thing. That's what's going on at Petersfield Museum. Right. Well, yes, it's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. How's your week gone, Joffy? Well. Saturday, Saturday's just gone. Have you gone. closed any banks recently? I'm closing banks recently. I went for a walk. <gasps> I, I walked, saw that. I what walked, was all that about? I walked from Amberley to Bereton. My watch said it was 23.7 miles. Someone's phone said it was 25.1. So obviously... You did it was, more? It was 25.1 miles. And I've got to say, I was broken. Were you? You look mighty fine now. No, thank you. Yes, I, was, I, I ate in parts I never thought I could eat before. You know? Did you have proper shoes on? Proper you shoes. Got proper shoes on Pro now. No proper shoes, and uh, yeah. So we elevation was about over the over the twenty five miles was about three thousand feet. Wow! Did you do any acclimatizing training? We we've been walking once a week for the last um, few months. That's okay. Well, but, uh, but yes, but. We were walking along, I was saying we were, there, was, there was a fellow walker about half a mile behind us. About 10 minutes later, he overtakes us. How and did thinking, he do that? Well, about 10 minutes late, further on, we got stopped by these two ladies. And she said, do you see who that was? And we went, no. No. It was Tim Peak. <laughs> so he's a bit fitter than you. A bit you. fitter than me. Yeah. Only just. Mm. And, uh, but I wouldn't. He could, have, he could have come up to me and started singing Spaceman. I wouldn't have known who he was. Yeah. So, um, yeah, claim to fame. Overtaken by Tim Peake. Well, he's a man to overtake you. That's good. And I did see on, on Facebook that you were nursing a nice pint as a reward. 
Very much so. With all your statistics. Yeah, we... That's the, a boy thing, isn't it? <laughs> if you do a walk or any kind of physical activity, it has to be on Strava, put all your stats up, and yes. then you can discuss it absolutely, At specifically. Yeah. yeah. Very much so. We mm. did do, do a couple of detours, because it wasn't just a walk. We went... We stopped off at Cocking for a couple of pints. Oh, good. And then we did a little detour, which meant going up and, up and down another hill. We went to a, uh, the Royal Oak at Hooksway. Nice. It was very, very nice. And the weather was gorgeous. Bit too hot, actually. Mm. So, yeah, you do look a bit rugged, um, as in you've got. <laughs> Is that in a good way? No, you've oh. got a little panda eyes with your sunburn. <laughs> I'm looking at you, and you should have put more factor on. All right. Don't forget to wear your factor, everybody, just because you think it's not sunny. <laughs> so, as you know, we love to hear from you. So, if you have a story you'd like us to cover, or would just like to say hello, please do get in touch. You can call or WhatsApp us on 01730. 555-500, or send an email to team at shineradio.uk. Coming up, we bring you our latest What's On Guide. But first, let's find out more about Liss Triangle Centre. The Triangle in Liss is a thriving centre in the heart of the village and a hub for village life. Run as a charity, events are back for 2022 after a quiet 18 months due to COVID. And the centre is also celebrating 25 years of being open this month. With a wide number of events and activities taking place at the Triangle Centre, including a film festival, art displays, rooms for hire and various groups and societies, there is also a cosy cafe and courtyard here too. And to tell us more, let's welcome centre manager Karen Finney to the Peapod. Hello, Karen, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for asking us to join in and take part with this. Well, thank you for hosting us. Now, tell us a little bit more about the Triangle Centre. So the Triangle Centre is a venue for local groups and organisations that are looking for somewhere to hire to run classes. So we have a mixture of classes from yoga, Pilates, Italian, uh, through to children's ballet um, and, and various other groups, archaeological Society meet here, the historical, the, his, the horticultural society. Uh, they, all re- they all meet here regularly and treat us very much as their home base. It's a, it's a lovely building, isn't it? It's fantastic. It's a great place to work. It's so unique um, and everybody loves it. We, we offer a very warm welcome to everybody that wants to come in to either join in a class or come and have a cup of coffee in so, our coffee bar. So it used to be the, the village school, is that right? Yes, yes. And uh, it's got that feel of a school. It just it reminds me of Peterswood Infant School, which I went to in the 70s. And it's, it's just got that feel of an old school. We are currently in the library, aren't we? So we, how many rooms are... Well, they referred to it as the library when yeah. we arrived. Is that not right? Have I got it wrong, Karen? It's the coffee bar extension. Because oh, is it? Because it's um, got books in it. it used to, well, <laughs> the idea was that there was, there was no local library to, to list. So the idea was when I first got here, there was discussions about actually having a library here. So what we have is a room full of books where people can come and take a book out if they want to, to read something. Um, so they're free to people to put a donation in the pots or they can you know just sit and have a read in here. That's brilliant. So, is it more like a book exchange? Can you drop of. books? off or don't you want an influx i'm I'm careful saying that it's a controlled controlled dropping off (laughs) yes yeah okay otherwise it would be some kind of uh, oxfam bookshop which we've got one of those potentially yeah but yeah so so rooms we have to hire we have um two large classrooms which can be used independently or together we have a hall which is a beautiful building which has fantastic windows and a very very tall ceiling and annex to that and then we have a couple of rooms upstairs which are smaller we also have a resident beautician 
uh, who is Ooh, here. Oh, tell me about that. Um, when, do, when does she come? She's, well, she's here whenever you want. You can make an appointment and Natalie's here. So she, she, uh, she offers a good service here as well. Very good at pedicures. Uh, and then we have the coffee bar, which is open every day um, between um, 9.30 and, mid- and midday. And can anybody come in? Absolutely anybody, yes. And we're here as a hub as well. If people need information locally about what's going on or, you know, bus or the other services that are within the village, we're always here ready to answer questions for people. And what plans have you got for the, for the hub this year? Oh, so this year so far we've had the film festival, which we didn't do last year. I don't. There was a little bug going around last year, so we <laughs> we didn't we didn't manage to do it. So we had a very successful film festival this year. We've got open gardens which are coming up in June. So that's so we've got fifteen gardens which are being opened locally by residents, and then we offer a fantastic um, sort of afternoon tea refreshments back here. Um, we have also got. We do a film once a month for the community. We keep the prices down so that people can come and enjoy a film in a nice environment on a big screen. Um, so we, we got Belfast this weekend coming up. Um, and we also have lots of plans for the Jubilee this year. There's something going on every day in lists for the Jubilee. And we're having um, live streaming on Thursday, the 2nd of June um, for the Trooping of the Colour. Oh, nice. And, and Do you have then, to buy a ticket? Nope, just come on in. Coffee, coffee will be on along with some cake. The big thing about cake here. We love cake here. <laughs> uh, and then um, on the Friday, we're actually having an afternoon tea with um, a 50s-inspired uh, singing from the local choir. And also we're doing the film The Greatest Show on Earth, which was the 1953 Oscar-winning film. Oh, I looked at that and I thought, hmm, Charlton Heston's in it. That's Charlton the Heston. only person I knew, I knew no. just looking at it briefly. So I just need to throw one other thing in, which is our very, very popular beer festival, which will be held on the 3rd of September. We normally have, we've got four bands booked, local bands. And we also normally have about 10, 10 beers and I try and get them locally to support local brewers and try and experience you know people can experiment with local beer and the gin bar this year just throw the gin in there (laughs) now i believe this is you're celebrating your 25th anniversary this year is that right we are celebrating our 25th anniversary because there is so much going on we've actually deferred the get together to celebrate until september but we're actually celebrating it just about now actually 25 years this month but uh with jubilee and everything else is happening in listen Obviously, bouncing back from COVID, we decided to wait until September and get everybody back that's been involved and have a big party then. Can I ask you, just to go back to the garden, looking at gardens, how do people find out about that? How do they get involved? Whose garden they can look at, etc. And all the rules there. Okay, so we sell tickets from here, which is actually a programme with a a brief description of all the gardens um, and map of how to get around. There's actually a bus as well. We hire a minibus which goes around and takes people to the gardens which are outlying, which are up further at Hillbrow and Father Common. Um, But yes, you can buy them from us in our reception or you can go online and buy them from our website, which is www.list-triangle-centre.com dot org dot uk where you can buy tickets for all of our events on there and what else goes on in here karen um so we also have an art exhibition every other year so we we cross that over with the open garden so it's open gardens this year next year we'll do another art exhibition but we also have a gallery wall within the building so local artists can come and display their work and we can sell it on their behalf that's very good we also run a not-for-profit after-school club. You see, there's so much goes on here, I keep forgetting what else is in here. And we also have a nursery school that rent um, the hall and the annex every morning, 
very successful nursery school which is just growing and growing and growing by the week and the after school club is fantastic as well run by sandy turner who's recently been awarded the bem for her services to childcare. Ooh! so uh, yes there's always something going on here and the center is busy from morning through to night and if someone wants to rent the room is it reasonably priced? Very reasonably priced. We keep it such that people c- can afford to come and offer educational, recreational facilities for the people within the village and the surrounding areas. It's a community hub. I live here. Well, you know, Joff, it's the best ha- place. Have you been here? No. <laughs> to my shame, no. Do I admit that? Yes. I'm sorry. Well, I think, Karen, thank you. And Noni, as a resident of Liss, I hope to see you in here very soon and to hear more about it. Yes. Karen, thank you very much indeed. Pleasure. The P stands for Petersfield. It's a lovely area, lovely people, lovely atmosphere. The P Pod. Susie enjoys the sight and smell of wild bluebells on a delightful spring day in her wild walk this week. You may hear a roar of motorbikes in a minute because... Uh, they've been thundering up and or screeching really up and down the 272 so it's interspersed with this wonderful country quiet and I've paused here because I'm looking up through wonderful English oak leaves to a grey and cloudy sky but it looks very British so I quite like that but wheeling round and round lazily is the most beautiful red kite and I know we've all become used to them now but sometimes that sort of russet colour and the beautiful fan tail when you can see it so closely against the grey clouds looks miraculous and also I wanted to say before I forgot that um, driving here to Delhi Marsh we've passed a whole load of roped up walkers so I decided I would do the walk I'm going to be doing in August that I've sort of mentioned to you before and, um, but look at the bluebells today so I'll stop here now uh, which is just a little past Delhi Marsh and, um, and then pick it up again at the bluebells Well, you're not hearing either a peacock or the first cuckoo. I think it's somebody who's lost their dog. But Rain and I are walking now through the Bluebell Wood. Obviously, it won't be part of a a walk in August. The route will. But there will be no Bluebells. And I'm really happy to say that they're all that really, really dark purple. That means they're all proper wild Bluebells. And at the moment, the smell is absolutely wonderful um, because they're just I think at their peak they all look as if they're all out a couple of things budding but but certainly not gone over at all yet so if you're hearing this and you know where to go and look at bluebells um, we used to go across at Slindon and Eartham when we lived in Chichester so they're two lovely places but Eartham certainly they've made more of a tourist attraction almost so you feel that you have to be roped up to go there there's a bumblebee just coming out of its hole through them rain isn't it lovely good girl to leave um i'm just going to crouch down now oh that smell because i really don't like yes i know you don't have to come and smell as well apparently she does um i'm not really very keen on hyacinths because it's too heady particularly if they're indoors 
But this beautiful wild bluebell, just a very particular scent, is wonderful. So I'm looking at an ancient woodland that's obviously been coppiced at some time because it's still got those very whippy, um, long branches coming up out of the, out of the ground, really, um, that would make fine walking sticks and so on. She hasn't found that dog, has she? We've just met an incredibly bouncy Vizsla, but it did have its owner with it, so it can't be that. I mean, literally bouncy. It was jumping up and down to see rain above the bluebells. So that was hilarious. Um, but last week I had a meeting um, with Malinka, who's actually got the whole walking festival going in Petersfield. So all credit to her and Wendy from the Rosemary Foundation, who's going to be doing the walk with me and our walk. I haven't quite decided on what to call it yet. Um, it might be Rise and Shine because it's also obviously in partnership with Shine Radio because it's a wild walk or a walk on the wild side. But I'm not really very good at puns, so I need a hairdresser, really. If anybody out there can think of a good title for the walk, it will be starting at Sheet Common. And then Vaughan Clark's going to be telling us all about the Hawkehurst gang, the gang of smugglers, true story. Then we're going to walk to the tea barn. You see where I'm going with this, it's from treat to treat. Then from the tea barn, we'll have a quick break there. And then walk on... Um, if there are no cattle in the field, the dogs can have a good old ramble around in the field and into the river. And then on to Petersfield Town Square, because um, the festival either will have started or be ready to start. So you could have a, a really nice bite of anything you fancied and then head on to the festival. So do come and join me if there's anything you want to ask me about my books or about me or... I've just looked down at myself. Honestly, I'm not the best image of um, a good rambler. Honestly, I, where I knelt down to smell the bluebells, I'm now covered in dead leaves. It's really funny. I'm like the sort of the green man gone ancient, the green man in old age. Anyway, yes, no wonder you're laughing at me. Um, but we're going to walk on because on either side are bluebells here and it'll be even better... Um, when we do the actual bit as though I'm walking back to sheet but in fact we're going to do a sort of a circle and go back to where the car is because as I've said this was a complete afterthought but I love doing that I, I commend doing that to anybody that don't go out I used to be the same teaching if you go out with a, a plan and stick to it religiously um, it can all go wrong but if you can adapt and duck and weave a bit we're all happy, aren't we, Rain? OK, let's go back this way. Have a lovely week. Coming up, our latest What's On Guide, full of events taking place in the Petersphere. The P stands for Petersfield. I like going to the open-air swimming pool and shopping. <laughs> the Peapod. First, a busy village centre wouldn't be complete without a coffee bar and cafe. Now, joining us are regulars, supporters, Sue Halstead, who's going to talk to us about more about the history of the Triangle Centre, and Sue Jordan, who's going to tell us about the coffee bar. Hello to you both. Hello. Sue Halstead, tell us a little bit more about the history. Well, you heard that it was opened in 1997, but actually the thinking about it all began back in the 1960s 
when the population in this doubled in size with greenfields was Why built. Why was that? Oh. Greenfields was built and the population doubled when that was occupied. And both this building was the old infant school and we had the old school, junior school, was across the road. And what happened was that they needed to get a new school because they had so many more children. So they built an infant school in the 60s and the junior school took over this building and it was also the headmaster's house. This bit we're in here was the headmaster's house. And for 25 years after that, we were trying to get the whole of the rest of the school moved up to be with the infant school that was already in Hillbrow. 25 years, we kept slipping back down Hampshire County Council's list and we didn't get anywhere until, I think it was mid-1980s, when they came up with the idea of selling all the site and using the money, but the government would only allow them to spend 50% of the money, so there wasn't enough. And so it didn't happen again. And then suddenly, at the beginning of the 90s, the government came up with a scheme where you could use 100% of what you got for a new school. So suddenly everything went into high speed because it needed, it was a three-year window. We had to do it quickly. And we had a meeting in the village hall. Lots of people came telling us what they wanted. They, at that time, they were wanting a library. But the Hampshire County Council said, oh, you don't need a library, you can go to Farnham for a library. And we thought, uh-oh. <laughs> How do you get to Farnham from this? <laughs> um, so, again, we didn't get anywhere very fast at that point. But we did like the idea of a community centre, and everybody wanted that too. And Hampshire County Council Estates Office agreed that perhaps it didn't make sense to sell this building because it was in the conservation area. It didn't develop very well into something else for the developer, so it wasn't going to make much money for them. So they, the Estates Department agreed that we could have a community centre. We got very excited, we had a meeting, lots of people came. Petersfield Post did a great big article about it. And one thing that had been forgotten, the estates did not tell the education department. So Petersfield Post rang me up over the weekend and said, Mrs. Halstead, you have got to do something because there's a letter arrived from the chairman of the education committee saying you cannot have a school and a community centre. So panic, I went across and knocked on the door of the Education Committee chairman and said, Estates Department has said we can have a community centre. Withdraw your letter. And that they did. Or he did, after a bit of thinking about it. And so they ended up talking to each other and we got permission to try and make this happen. And a steering group was set up with lots of ideas, but it had to be done quickly because this three-year window was running out. And for... Three years after that, the steering group really worked hard. Some of them are still around in the village, a lot of them are not nowadays. But all that has happened is a result of the three years' hard work by that steering committee between 1994 and 1997. Fantastic. Now, coming across to Sue Jordan. Now, this is a hub with a cafe, coffee bar. Coffee bar, we coffee call bar. it. We call it a coffee bar. Now, it's open every day, is that right? It's open, yes, Monday to Saturday from half past nine until midday. Right. And we serve coffee 
latte, cappuccino, cups of tea. I have to say, really cheap, you know. You don't get filter coffee for a pound elsewhere, do you? And uh, homemade cakes, more often than not, toasted tea cakes. And they're enjoyed by an awful lot of people in the village. Except a resident of the village who's yet to come here. That's right. I must... Do you do anything gluten-free? And do you do do, non-dairy? We do. We try and cater for everybody. Well, I must come. Yeah. I'm sorry, Sue. It's my oversight. You really do need to come down and see what we do. And it's all run by volunteers. And those same volunteers are the people who also help with all the various events that go on in the Triangle, which is rather nice. And we have regulars who come in quite often, maybe every day of the week... And they don't see anyone else. They're out on their own and they come in and they chat in groups. And, uh, oh, that's it's really, wonderful. But it also provides a facility for the classes that are going on. You know, the Pilates, they change every two or three times in the morning. So they come here and have coffee in between. You know, when they finish their Pilates, they come and have their refreshments. And anyone in the village could just pop in? Anyone in the village can pop in. Or from um, anywhere, Joff. Anywhere. You could come from Petersfield and meet yeah. somebody in Liss. It's, because we're neighbourly in Liss, you yeah, know. Yeah, it, it is. I have to say, and I have to consider myself to be fairly new to the village of 18 years, and that's new. But it's the best village I've ever lived in. It's just a community thing. And the other thing that people do when they actually come down is they have a look around and see the paintings on the wall that they can buy. You know, and word spreads. We've had people that come in from far away who said, oh, I used to come here when I was at school. And we've got photographs on the wall. And I could sort of move away from the coffee bar to say, of course, we've got the big archives upstairs of all this, which have been donated. People have saved things from the village in the olden days, from when they had the various posters and um, signs on the shops. So we've got a very big archive here. And, um, yeah, so the Historical Society do exhibitions. So So someone could come and visit and probably lose two or three hours just looking round having a coffee, looking at the books, looking at the archives? Well, the archives, we'd have to make an appointment with the archivist to actually see them, but they do come here and they will show someone in the archives anything they're looking for, for the history. It goes back many, many years, and it's surprising what they have there. And Sue, I believe you've got something else you'd like to tell us. I would. I'd like to tell you about the outside seating area in the courtyard, which is always very pleasant, and there's a number of seats out there with... um, Umbrellas, if you need them, to shelter from the sun. I know some people don't, but they are available if you need them. So please come and join us there as well. And if anybody wanted to have a wedding here, then do you do the catering, or could they bring their own caterers in? Because you've got a mighty fine kitchen over there. We have. Well, we did do a wedding, actually, a few years ago, a small wedding, and that was actually, that went... But it was the caterers were brought in for that. But we do afternoon teas... And children, I mean, they have bouncy castles over there for the children's parties. You know, they all love it. And they, of course, take advantage of the coffee bar because they use the facilities. So anything else you'd like to add? Well, um, we also have the Liss Horticultural Society that meets here. And they do three very, very big flower shows per year. And we take over the whole of the triangle. And again, the coffee bar is used for the refreshments where we're doing tea and cakes to raise funds for charity. The money that's taken for the List Horticultural Society uh, from the teas and coffees at the meetings and at the shows all goes to the charity. This year it's the Rosemary Foundation. So it swings and roundabouts. This is a charity, but we actually um, do that because the coffee bars run separately. I'll have you know, Joff, that Liss is massive in, in terms of a postal district. Massive. Yeah. 14 postal areas. Is it? Yeah, huge. Well, every day's a school day. Thank it's you, Nanny. Pleasure. So, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Us. 
The Peapod Events Guide. What's on in the Petersphere? The Spirit of Music Festival continues this week with concerts taking place on both Saturday the 21st of May and Sunday the 22nd. Take advantage of the wealth of musical talent we have in our area and enjoy this local festival. For further details, go to spiritofmusicfestival.org.uk. Gallery number 30 will host a photography workshop on Wednesday the 1st of June. This is a beginner's guide to photography level 3 workshop and starts at 9.30am. The workshop is suitable for all styles of cameras from DSLR to mirrorless. Gallery number 30's Facebook page has more information. The Phoenix Players production of Cinderella starts on Friday the 20th of May. Taking place at the Phoenix Theatre and Arts Centre in Borden, this is the first Phoenix Players production since 2019. And although it's not panto season, why not? More details on how to book tickets can be found on the theatre's website. Sky Park Farm is celebrating their first birthday on Saturday the 21st of May. Tickets are now on sale for the day, with games in the Deer Hub, pizza on the terrace and more. Go to skyparkfarm.com for more information. And if you'd rather stay in, there's always your local radio station, Shine Radio, to listen to. We're the brighter mix of music, local news and weather. There is also a wide variety of programmes to choose from. You can listen to a new episode of The Drinking Podcast. Join Phil and Mags as they explore the wonderful world of gin. Indeed, let the drinking begin. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and to listen to The Drinking Programme and other programmes, tune in to shineradio.uk. Available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. If you're running an event, get it in the guide at shineradio.uk. With their 25th anniversary celebrations, this year the Triangle Centre has seen many changes. We're now joined by Charmian Porton, who was once a trustee here and has a long history with the centre. Hello Charmian, how are you? Hello, I'm fine, thank you. Now, tell us a little bit about the trustees and what that involves. Well, how I became involved first was that a friend said, come along to the AGM. I had just finished work (laughs) and um, I thought, OK, I'll go just for an evening. And at the end of the meeting, they asked for volunteers. And volunteers to go on the trustee committee. And who was the stupid person who put their hand up and said, I volunteer? And immediately I became vice chairman. (laughs) (laughs) After that, um, I was voted in as chairman, which which I've done for 10 years. I'm now still a trustee, but no longer chairman. And what does the role of a trustee involve? The role with just the general um, overseeing of how the building is run. We would um, recruit staff because we have quite um, we have several paid staff here. Um, we oversee the finances, and we meet about every two months. Um, and the trustees would just make sure that the general running of the of the building and the and the triangle is smoothly run and that we always in credit and we never go in debt. And what changes have you seen over the 25 years? Partly, mainly, busyness. We're just so busy all the time. And, um, yes, I've seen more and more people using it year on year. And people say, as they come in the front door, what a friendly place this is, what a welcoming place, and that warms my heart. And... What changes have you seen around the usage of the hall? Probably more sport-type activities like Pilates and yoga and um, we have a dance fitness class. and I think we have two dance fitness classes. 
um, we do the walk-in for health that's run from here two mornings a week. And that is a national organisation, but we meet from here and, of course, have coffee afterwards. Um, sometimes we ha may have 18, 20 people on our walk, um, regular people, and we have had one or two romances through the, the walk-in for health. Oh, I see. <laughs> a triangle dating agency. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and we are joining in with the Petersfield Walking Festival in August. What's going on there? Can you tell us a bit more about that? Um, Malinka, who writes in the um, Petersville Post, is organising a walk-in festival, um, partly through the South Downs uh, National Park, um, hoping to get more walkers into the area. So we, um, uh, the local villages, are um, opening up their walks to all sorts. Anybody can come along and see what we have to offer in the village. And do we have a walking list of, li of lists? Uh, there should be some in print at the moment because we've been recently taken over by the Ramblers Association. Ooh. But, um, yes, there, there will be a list on online. Glorious. And what are your hopes for the Triangle Centre over the next few years or so? Having oh. been here for 25 years, what, what does the next 25 years look Oh, I you? hope we just go from strength to strength and, and more people. What we do need is more volunteers. And we'd like, we do get lots of young people in here using the centre, many young people, and obviously children. But we would like more people who perhaps are nearing retirement to come and help us, either to be a trustee or to become a friend of the Triangle, which raises money for us on a monthly basis, um, or just volunteer in the coffee bar or one of our events, um, cinema nights, etc., serving wine and so on. So... That's what we could do with more volunteers. And if, say, someone listening here wanted to volunteer, how would they get in touch? They could just ring our phone number, 01730 And, um, yes, uh, speak to Karen, the manager, or any one of us would be able to put them in the right direction. Charmin, thank you very much for coming along. Thank you. Lovely to meet you. Thank you. And so we come to the end of this week's Peapod. Thank you for joining us and thank you, Noni, for being a major part of this week's show. Thanks also to our guests, Karen Feeney, Sue Holstead, Charmian Porton, Sue Jordan and Susie Wilde, as well as to the fabulous volunteers at Shine Radio who support the show and help to put it together. This week's music comes from Fratton-based Jordan Mills and his latest song, Out of It. So, from Joff and I this week, bye! Now, sun's coming through, and I'm waiting. All the days that I missed, and the nights that I pissed away. Ghost eyes in my time, give it away.
when I gave up on the day. Can't breathe. Feel like my anxiety's keeping me from going to sleep. Start to think, counting all my mistakes in life more than counting sheep. What I need is that missing piece in my mind. I try to find something to compromise by then. I could see the sun rise through my curtains. I was sleep deprived. Cursed by everlasting memories. Reasons why I don't really want to go to sleep. Deeper tides are happier moments that the present future can never compete. Red eyes while I lay. I guess time drifted away. Time took more than what I could take. I started to close, hearing familiar voices that I know. Sounds coming from my phone. Maybe I should take a look at them before I doze. Noises start to get a bit too hazy or froze. Either way, I try to ignore. I can hear my own heartbeat louder than the person knocking at my door. No response. I'm lost in dreams and beyond because I'm out of it. Never wide awake. Always drifting around. I'm in the clouds again. I'm always out of it. I never find a way. I think I lost something when I gave up on the day. the 1950s in Petersfield, and look at us sitting around drinking bovril and waiting for some cool cat to invent Shine Radio. It's so boring without that. Quite, but hold it in, missus, because when they do, it'll be thoroughly modern and made of formica, probably. This summer, Shine Radio turns back the clock to the 1950s. We'll be sharing stories from the Petersfield archives and your own memories, reliving the music of the time, and we'll be live at Petersfield's Platinum Jubilee Fair in June. Do get in touch if you have a recollection of Petersfield in the 50s and stand by for a summer of Petersfield memories only on Petersfield's Shine Radio. Too right. We'll be having a blast. Quite so. It's the word from the bird, Daddy-o. Oh, shush.